0: you're listening to btw and we're going to drop some pvp knowledge on
1: all you suckers
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP Podcast. My name is Chris, aka AstroZombie954.
1: My name is Brad, aka WildcatDad17. And today is Monday, October 18th. Uh,
0: just a, another another episode, another week. We're getting we're getting close to to a year, man. Close. That's it's crazy so close to think about,
1: especially when you think, you know, most podcasts feel what inside of ten episodes.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um so we we've got uh we got a good show. Uh we're gonna go over some Lunar Cup stuff. Uh we wrapped up the BTW uh the BTW uh lunar cup, uh, so we'll announce the, the winners of that. Uh, then, uh, we're going to go over a little bit of the, the ash, uh, cup that we're going to be running, uh, get you guys excited for that. I think that starts Friday?
1: Friday. 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 Friday.
0: It's, I'm excited for it. I am, I am super pumped. So, uh, so we got that. Uh, we'll go over some of the stuff that, has come out nothing like super exciting it's just been some like i guess quality of life updates i guess you would call it um and then there was a, a, couple a pretty more int- exciting a couple of
1: those quality of life things are come on
0: uh, i yeah uh, a couple okay <laughs> um and then uh there was there was a, a pretty interesting uh interview that uh Eurogamer did with Um, some, one of the people over to the people at Niantic. Um, so we'll discuss that a little, then we'll go over a little bit of what's going on with Halloween cup and ultra and ultra premiere classic. And then, um, we'll do your questions and that's, that's pretty much what this show is going to be all about, uh, before we get started, I did want to share. We got, uh, and I haven't shared this with Wildcat. I didn't share this with anyone because I saw it like literally five minutes before my email uh, popped up on my phone. Uh, we got a five star review um, that I want to read. Oh,
1: nice!
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so five star review was off of um Apple Podcasts says easily one of the best pogo podcasts uh a must listen if you have any interest in the pvp sphere and that was from greninja muffin so thank you for that uh those reviews and those um you know comments and stuff like that it helps and it you know it makes us feel like you guys actually care or like us
1: (laughs) (laughs) only <laughs> that, it's good to know someone's listening. Someone has yep. to actually care what we have to say. Yep. Yep.
0: So, um, yeah, if you guys are on, I think Apple Podcasts is, like, the only one you can do it on right now. Um, so if you listen to it, which the majority of you do, from what I can see, like, in our our trackings and stuff like that, like, most most people are listening to it through Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, hit the little five-star thing. If you want, you don't have to, you could, but <laughs> it would mean a lot. It would help the show. It would mean a lot. Um, Yeah. But besides that, uh, I mean, I didn't really, did you have anything exciting go on this week? I knew you got a, a couple interesting little catches.
1: Yeah. I, kind of a crazy catch week for me. So I did not go hard at all this week. I, I, I love this event, but it was Kentucky, Georgia. Still proud of my team. Uh, uh. <laughs> so stayed home most of the day Saturday. Kiddo is sick. Didn't really go out much on Sunday. Um, but I ended up pulling two shinies. Got a shiny mischievous. And finally that purple shiny Wurmple. The nice. purple is is in my party. Uh, also from GBL. Got a hundo giratina. Nice. And grabbed a hundred survivor A hundo Surviper this week. Hmm. Crazy catching this week. That's uh, awesome. How, how's your Halloween event kicked off for you? I know you're enjoying the Halloween cup. Oh, I love, I love the Halloween stuff,
0: um, and the Halloween cup, and we'll talk about that because, man, ugh, I just love this thing so much. Uh no, nothing. I've been just, I've been ha- hunting Yamask anywhere I could f- find them. Um, trying to get, I have a, I think like a rank three for Ultra League, but I don't have one for Great League, at least not a good one. So I kind of want to, that's what I've kind of been looking for. And then really, I've actually been doing more raids the past week than normal. What have you been raiding? Scraggy, lots of Scraggy. Um, Need that uh, XL candy for that. So pretty much most people have been inviting me to that. Um, Occasional Giratina, but most of my Giratinas have come from GBL Rewards. So nothing crazy. Um, and then I didn't really play that much this weekend. It was my daughter's first birthday on Saturday. And that was, that took up pretty much all my day. So, and then night just turned into uh, a grown up party. <laughs> I see no broken bones. So it looks like no, you were successful
1: I, in not killing yourself.
0: No, I did not break anything. I have a massive bruise on my back, though. <laughs> and, uh, I'm pretty sure I dislocated one of my toes and because when I stood up, it popped. Um, so for those of you who are not <laughs> in our discord. Um, so for my daughter's first birthday, we rented one of those big inflatable water slides and, you know, me and my wife and, and, you know, my brother and stuff like that, we were all sitting there and we're like, man, I want to do the slide, but I don't like have to fight all the kids, like, you know, push them down off the stairs, (laughs) climb it up so I can get up there. So it's like, let's just wait. You know, I, I had, they don't, weren't going to pick it up until the next day. (laughs) So kids go to bed, you know, get had some beer. We had some, you know, some of my hard ciders and, and seltzers. And we just had like a little adult party in the back. And, started flying down that slide and man (laughs) you don't think that thing goes it goes so fast and I posted a picture in the discord of the slide but the thing that I didn't realize is the bottom where you land in the pool there's no like cushion or anything on the bottom it's just like a thin layer of like tarp and ground
1: (laughs) So, you didn't brace yourself did you
0: no oh, no oh, and oh, oh, oh. you go down so quick and it's it's clearly not meant for people taller than five foot <laughs> like it's just not and my my sister-in-law goes down and she's you know she's tall and she goes down and all you see is just legs fly up in the air like almost over top of the the landing pool and I was like uh-oh so I go I go down and I just hit the ground back first and <laughs> it did not feel good but then I was like oh let me try it again maybe I could do something different so I tried to like keep my like feet up in the air as I was going down and when I hit the bottom I kind of flipped, and I smacked my foot against the ground. Yeah, And I stood up, and as soon as I stood up, I heard a pop. Like, I felt pain, and then I heard a pop. So I was like, it's probably my toe, and it's, it's been a little sore. My foot's a little black and blue. <sighs> well, we <That's> <laughs> at least you didn't to go down face first, thinking
1: that would I know. be better. I, I was my waiting hands- for that story. No, no, no. My hands are good, See, so I could still... That's yeah, what my wife tells me all the time. She's like, just don't hurt your hands. That, that's how you make your living. And I'm <laughs> like, Thanks. Yep, yep. So uh but
0: that's that that was about it. Uh you know, that was the fun. Um but yeah, uh so Yeah, that that's pretty much the week. Um so let's go ahead and let's get the show started and um let's go talk about the the Lunar Cup in the Self Arena News. News. Alright, so like uh I said at the beginning of the show we just wrapped up the uh our first lunar our first cup of the season for the BTW discord um
1: I had a lot of fun I had a lot of fun I have absolutely enjoyed this meta o- obviously when you'll hear the winners yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's it's been probably one of the more fun metas in the last year and honestly probably the last 6 months 6 actual yeah. competitive months like the, yeah, the end. Yeah, of, the, end of the last year's self season sucked. Yeah,
0: I last year, the last season, I hit rival fairly quick, and then I just couldn't gain any momentum throughout the rest of the the season. It just those those cups just kind of killed it for me. Um, but I was able to actually hit rival in this during for our tournament. Good so job, that's good stuff. I think I only lost one one round. I think I ended up with, like, three or four points.
1: That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Will... Yeah. No, you had to lose at least two, because the, the the all the winners okay. were
0: 4-1. Okay, so I lost two. I know I lost two fish.
1: Um, I did not.
0: <laughs> oh, I lost a fish. <laughs> I lost a fish in Mosh Pit. And I've lost a fish in every single tournament I've been in. I always get paired up with him, and he's kicked my ass every single time. This last time, I got one win on him, and... They were close, but man.
1: So do you want to do us the honor of telling we we had a giant tie, which is just awesome. I love it for the yep. first tournament of the year. Absolute chaos. I have to give a huge shout out for Miami doc for enabling the absolute chaos. Yeah. So <laughs> Astro, do you want to give us our winners? And we'll review, let's actually yeah. review their teams and talk a little bit about why these teams work. Sure. Uh, so we had
0: a five way tie for first place, uh, we had Miami Doc, Team Magma Tyler, Silos ninety one, Mosh Pit thirty seven, and
1: Wildcat Dad seventeen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure beating you all.
0: <laughs> <sighs> so I'm looking at. Everybody's team here, and there's only one team that I... Every team on here has an
1: Alolan Graveler, except for Celos. Well, even more importantly, every team has Heracross. And I I pointed this out before the Cup started. Uh, Early rankings really had Obstagoon high up on the chart. But as I started playtesting Obstagoon, it lost a lot of things that you would think it should win. Heracross, while it still loses a lot of things, having rock throw changes the game with how many bug and oh, yeah. and men to buzz is out there. It really oh, yeah. did. So I, mm-hmm. if you don't have good Heracross, find someone in your local area, get you a Heracross, especially if you have one of the later month tournaments that may be starting up in a few weeks here or a few yeah. days here.
0: Yeah, for real. Uh that one was one that I made sure, you know, during trying to build a team, um, I actually was uh, kind of bouncing off Miami Doc, um, some of teams, and that was one Pokemon. He was like, yeah, you should have that. The other one, um, I noticed you had had it. Miami Doc had it. And then um, Tyler had the uh, second stage version of it was uh, Roserade. And v- Roserade is, is a lot of fun in this cup. Because of the
1: fireball? I didn't use it one time. (laughs) Really? Really? Not even once. Okay. Uh, It's actually what I like about it, it's there and it makes them think twice about bringing the Lowland Graveler. Yes. It's a good, hard counter to the Lowland Graveler. So Mm -hmm. at least having it makes them think about it. So Mm -hmm. even if I didn't bring it, it was that additional little bit bit of pressure that kept the. And um, you know, screws to them a little bit,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I just liked it. Uh, well, I was the only one I have for Great League was from Community Day, so it had Bullet Seed, and I really didn't feel like TMing it away for what is it, Poison Jab? I did. Oh,
1: um, Bullet Poison with the poison buff, Poison Jab is just a better move on Rosa right now. Yeah, even with I just, it getting slightly less energy, it's just a better move.
0: I just hate having to do it and then come back, and it's just. Uh, I
1: will um, tell you that the every team pretty much has a Mandy Buzz as well, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, the MVP that I had that was my pick just based on playtesting before the tournament that I actually went out and did a trade with a local. Shout out to mm-hmm. JD, thank you very much because you have won me this tournament. Was Fortress. I brought Hmm. fortress in every single battle and at least half the time it was what swung the battle. Hmm. And once again, don't always listen to PV poke. Do not run earthquake on your fortress for this cup run rock slide. Yeah. And you're going to catch it. People off guard. It takes about 60% of a Mandy buzz down in one rock slide. Hmm. And Mandy buzz does nothing to fortress for the most part. Uh, the other helpful hint i will give you just based on you know playtesting. uh once again pv poke is going to tell you to run um what is it uh, snarl don't do that air slash mm-hmm. is much better in this meta Even it actually if you get, yeah
0: go ahead it actually when i i was looking at that um it actually ends up if you look at if you do like the manda buzz versus the lunar cup meta and you switch it from snarl to what is it wing attack yeah. yeah, Uh, it picks up like f- five more wins. Um, Air Slash. Air Slash, yeah. It, it picks up five more wins than it does with Snarl, which I was like, I don't understand why they
1: wouldn't. I yeah, and what's really nice about it is even if you get trapped against something like a crustal, you're at least hitting them neutral. Mm-hmm. And it may take you one extra move to get to your, fat, your charge move, which is why they recommend Snarl. Uh, also in the Mirror, you're going to win the Mirror every single time. Yeah. Uh, overall, I, I've, like I said, I like this a little, really well. I have actually, you know, inside of the top 200 in the world right now. Ooh. Uh, top 30 in the U.S. After nice. two tournaments. So uh, the teams, I, I do actually want to, you know, give each team a shout out so you can start to see kind of how these team makeups are going. So I will start with my team. I was running Heracross, a Alolan Graveler. Roserade, Mandibuzz, and Fortress. Uh, do you want to tell us about Miami Dock's team? Sure. Uh, so he had Alone
0: Graveler, Crustle, Mandibuzz, Heracross, Roserade, and
1: Umbreon. Um,
0: so how do you, did you go- feel about
1: Umbreon in this cup? That was the one that it ended up being his doom when I fought, fought him, I, I believe. Because it gave me two mons that with Fortress I could really take down very quickly.
0: Yeah. Uh, whenever I, s- I've, I played against Umbreon, I think twice, and I just roll out Heracross against it. I just, most of the time when I see Umbreon on there and someone, you know, they've got Manda Buzz and then like, I think one tournament that i ran wednesday it was a live one i ran alone graveler and zebstrika and no one no one brought anything that any everyone that had amanda buzz no one brought it like it just was there so they always brought umbreon so i just always had my hair across in there to just take it out
1: <laughs> talk about spicy that's the one thing i can say my team is not spicy not even a little. It's all within yeah. the top 15 rankings.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the other tournaments, like I'm in the the GoCast one and the PGR uh, one. Yeah, I went straight meta on that. <laughs> like on those, I there's no spice at all. I, don't I will think. say
1: I, I like Crustle as a pick in this tournament, especially if you don't have an Lillen Graveler. And it does pair well with Lillen Graveler as well. That actually, that combo gave me the most trouble off of Miami Docs team was the Crustle Graveler combo. Because now you have two Pokemon that are able to counter most everything else. Or at least take neutral damage from everything. So that was a really strong contingent. Uh, also, yep. Team Magma Tyler is just not very um, unique. I'm going to have to give, call him out. Uh, he's also running Heracross, <laughs> Zwellius, <laughs> Alolan Graveler, Roselia. He, he he is a little uniqueness there uh Mandy Buzz and Fortress. Sounds familiar, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes sticking uh, to her helps. It it really does. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then now Silos and Mosh Pit had the the two teams that kind of were a, a well Silos had a lot of different ones than than some people. Well, no, I think there was just one that kind of threw me off. Um Was So his team was uh, Umbreon, Heracross, Crustal, Galvantula, Mandibuzz, and Dusclops. And I don't, I think I played him, but I don't think he brought
1: out the Dusclops for it. But it made me think. In this meta, if you're running something like a Galvantula or or a straight bug like Heracross, Dusclops is actually really dangerous because it gets to that fire punch. Extremely mm-hmm. quickly, so I, I like that pick. I really, actually, it's not something I have built, so I wasn't going to build it for this cup. I had already had to build a hair and a fortress, and as we all know, I am a cheap person <laughs> when it comes to spending <laughs> dust. So yep. yep, I was refusing to spend more. Yep. So let me ask
0: you a question because I know you practiced against Moshpit. Um, did you end up playing him in the tournament as well?
1: I do not remember, actually. I, be- I believe I did, maybe, or I just practiced. I've played against his team, at least. Other- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, why don't you talk about his team? Because I remember getting the text message from you <laughs> about the one oh. Pokemon.
1: <laughs> so, he he has three pretty standard picks. Heracross, Crustle, Alolan Graveler. Um. Escavalier is his counter-user for this cup, which is a solid counter-user. Um, mm-hmm. Very similar to, to Heracross, it's only going to take neutral damage from other fighters. Or, not, yeah, it only takes neutral damage from other rocks, is what I mean, mm-hmm. throw. So, it's able to actually, you know, hit pretty hard, and it, it can do a lot of damage. Go Lurk. If you have a Golurk, bring it out for this cup. That is probably the number one Pokemon I struggled against the entire cup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a yeah, really what, solid kick, and those mud shots just add up quick. For that's it.
0: what a uh, fish wrecked me with. Yeah, is that Golurk? I couldn't get around
1: it. So just so you know, Fortress beats Golurk. Huh? Uh, you just keep launching mirror shots and. They don't shield because they think it's going to hold up. And after about the third mirror shot, they're going, oh, where did my HP go? Just ask fish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Mosh Pit's really spicy pick, but I have struggled against it on other teams. I know over in PGR, there's some folks bringing it. I've ran a bunch of practice matches against it. Raichu. Hmm. Now, why would people struggle against a Raichu, you may ask? Uh, A little-known fact that you may forget, Raichu has Charm. Yep. What have you noticed about every single team? There's at least one, if not two to three Pokémon weak to Charm on every single team. And Mm -hmm. this is the primary reason when I was playtesting my teams, I went out and got Fortress. It gives me a solid Pokémon that can resist Charm and builds up to its fast or its charge moves moderately quick. So it was really yeah. my my Charmachu answer. Yeah. No, I saw that and I was like, ah, oh, that that's
0: a good pick. I like that. Cuz I always like those little spicy things. Um but yeah, the the Fortress Heracross, I think and Crustle. Crustle has like I didn't bring Crustle to this one. Um, or the live one I did Wednesday and after going against it and almost every round, I was like, no, I gotta, I gotta get this thing. Cause it just, it has so much play against almost everything. Um, especially running Fury Cutter, um, over
1: SmackDown except the, except the fortress, then it loses even worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, though I haven't gone up. I haven't
1: gone up against a lot of fortresses. They're pretty uncommon. It, it, pineco is not something that spawns regularly in the first place. Yeah, and even when it does, most folks pinecos end up well above that fifteen hundred CP when evolving. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, I, I was lucky. You know, JD hooked me up, uh, got me a pineco and a trash warmer dam. So I had a choice mm. of which one to bring and my, the IVs just was better on the fortress for me for this cup. So yeah, went with the fortress. I had never used one in battle. I am a believer in fortress. That thing is a monster now. Yeah. As uh, well. also is a really powerful one in this cup, believe it or yeah. not. Yes. It's going to die very quickly to hair but it's going to take hair down with it.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, for real. Um, So I made an adjustment, uh, and I, I guess I'll talk about it because the two tournaments that I'm in, you can, it's already started so they can see my team. Um, so I, I went pretty meta, uh, pretty much all meta, except for one that the last time we talked about it, uh, during like our practices, you had mentioned you wanted, you were trying to use it, but you couldn't. And I actually found, A way to use it. And it actually, I used it today, and actually um, in one of my battles, and performed very well. So I'm running Heracross, Alone Graveler, Roserade, Mandibuzz, Crustle, and Frostlass.
1: That team does not
0: like rocks, does it? It doesn't, but I also have gone up against... Rocks and
1: have been able to to take care of it. Yeah, I actually I, I lost to a fr- one of my two losses I've had in this meta have been to frostlass. Uh, yeah. It just it gets to avalanche so quickly, And avalanche mm-hmm. in this meta most things are fairly glassy outside of mandibuzz and fortress. Yeah, so avalanche you don't even need a shadow ball in all honesty. No, no. but if you need to, it's there.
0: uh because it doesn't it doesn't take what it takes one more powder snow. To get to yeah, uh, the shadow ball, but I feel like it's better in the lead in this meta than anything else. Like I wouldn't, it's just because it gets hit so hard by those rocks that I wouldn't. I would use it in the in the lead, just to pressure get people either to switch or to use those shields, and then just use you know. Whatever you got in the back. Uh I think this last one, I just did a battle for GoCast, the GoCast one today, and ran Frostlass, Heracross, and Crustal. And it was it was it was a solid team. <laughs> like it, it did work. Even and that was going against a they had uh, a Hound Doom on their team and they didn't lead with it. They left it in the back. And I was still able to, Heracross
1: was able to take that, take it down. Houndoom is a high risk, high reward kind yeah, of it Pokemon is. In, <laughs> in any great league. I, I even want to try to make it work in an Ultra, and it's still too glassy in Ultra. It's still risky yeah. there. Yeah. I, I just want to make it work because it's such a cool looking Pokemon. <laughs> I have the rank one Shadow
0: for greatly and
1: i just I, I have never bothered bothered building it it's too yeah. risky
0: yeah no Ugh. that's that's oof
1: uh so yeah
0: i mean i think as far as like you know the rest of the way you know like we said have a counter user if you have heracross heracross should be on your team like no questions asked uh if you don't um, honestly, I think your next one should be S Cavalier over, you know, Pangor. Well, Pangor is not, uh, doesn't run counter, um, over Opsagoon. And I think there's one other. Is there someone else that runs counter in this? I don't think so. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I would definitely, I would run S Cavalier over, uh, over Obstagoon. Even though they still got Opsagoon up here pretty high.
1: Technically, you could run Breloom, but I wouldn't recommend that. Oh, that's like
0: the grass version of Houndoom. <laughs> like, that thing is just... It gets breathed on too hard, and it's just like, eh, I'm dead. Uh, and then Crustle, I think Crustle's probably... Even though it's number three, I'm surprised it's not Hi, I'm surprised it's not one because Mandibuzz is bulk. So,
1: just makes it number one. It, it's Mandibuzz is yeah. really your primary say swap for this mana.
0: Yeah, Um actually, I think I've only used Mandibuzz once. I've had it on my team and just never. I've had other things that counter
1: better. I I've um, believe I've brought it in nearly every single match, hmm. as well as I've. Brought Fortress in nearly every single match. And then I just swap in the third. Typically, it's a I'm, I'm going to regret this as, you know, PGR is still ongoing in a six rounder. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Typically, it's based on the makeup. It's lead Fortress or lead Mandy Buzz. And then the whichever one I don't lead is the safe swap.
0: <laughs> so basically, uh, if I play you, I'm running Heracross and Graveler <laughs> and keeping those in the back.
1: Oh, please do. Because then I'll bring Heracross as well and you're done.
0: Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'll bring Frost last too. It'll be like a. It'll be a nice party. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah. So that's that's Lunar Cup. This has been a lot of fun. I I enjoy this. I'm excited. Hopefully they don't regress on this next one. Like they, they keep it.
1: You mean you reaction. don't want another fantasy draft?
0: No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to think any more about like this point and that point and this. No, just give me this. I like this. Uh the faction metas are actually um the comet one that they they just announced. That one looks a lot of fun. Um, they haven't done. I think they just announced it. Yeah, so yeah it's, it's been not... just
1: announced. So, comet meta, you are looking at your fire flying. Ice, Normal, Psychic, with bands of megas, of course. I love how they mm-hmm. keep putting that in there. Altaria is banned. Defense okay. Deoxys, Medicham, Wah Buffett, Chansey, and Mantine is banned. Hmm. It looks really fun. However, I think we're going to save until next week to cover it uh, give us time to review the rankings. It literally came out less than an hour ago or just over an yeah. hour ago. Yeah. Twilight looks really fun to me. Actually. I actually look at twilight and see it as fun. But then again, I look at it and I see the Halloween cup, which is not doing great. I, I love
0: the twilight. I didn't get to play it when it was, I think it was in the first season, the first self season. Um, so I didn't get to play it, but I've played it in like the like the rewind cups or whatever they call it, the retro cups, mm-hmm. like in the off season. And it was a lot of fun. Plus it's got like it's my me- it's my typings. In it there. does
1: have a couple, in my opinion, needed bands. Uh Niddle Queen, Meg- Megas, yep. but Niddle Queen is banned. And Ponyard. So we talked about with with the Halloween Cup, I guess they're looking at the Halloween Cup meta and realizing if someone does have Ponyard, it breaks the meta. Because yeah. of that steel typing, it really <laughs> makes it extremely unbalanced. So I'm glad yeah. to see Sylph is kind of making a correction there that Nyanic didn't make with the Halloween Cup. Mm-hmm. But it's I, I like it. I'll yeah. probably end up still up over an open great league, though. Yeah, yeah. Murder balloons are needed for at least one more week until my my murder tree comes a (sighs) thing. I'm excited for that.
0: Um so so we got so that's that. And now uh so Friday, we've got our custom meta, our Ash Cup, uh starting. So if you haven't uh signed up for that, do that now so that you're ready to go. Uh we kind of went over the meta as far as what is, you know, what Pokemon you're allowed to use. Uh, You know, as mentioned, you have to have a Pikachu, um, normal, or the Ash Hat. uh, And it has to be under 800 800 or under uh, when it comes to the CP.
1: Does Shiny get bonus points?
0: Doesn't it always? Because I have a Shiny.
1: (laughs) That's the one I'm using.
0: (laughs) So, uh, but I I put together a team for it today, I think, no, it was yesterday, I put, put together a team and I had to power up one Pokemon, but um, I don't know, you guys typed out, out all this nonsense to make it so that we can do custom rankings and...
1: Yeah, so I don't have time. I, I have to appreciate Mosh Pit went in and fixed all of the mini wildcat spelling errors. Yeah. Uh, look, y'all, I'm an engineer. I'm not an English teacher. Let's just put yeah. it where it's at. So once again, we did have to ban Gudra. It just yeah. was unchecked in this meta. Uh one of the things that I thought was really impressive though, once we fixed the spelling errors and actually added Lapras into the meta, mm-hmm. it jumped up to number one. Mm-hmm. So I I have one sitting there ready to go, but I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on it. Um, there's just a lot of fun Pokemon in this that is out here. Yeah. you got your mail Medals, your Mucks, your Noctiles, Pidgeot, Heracross, Rag and Rola, Lucario, Galalie is actually pretty highly ranked, uh, surfetch I mean, really cool medals. And one of the things... I know you mentioned last week on the show that I have gotten a lot of questions about Astro is your stage two challenge. Yep. So there's some questions to clarify. So by stage two, does it mean it has to be a three stage evolution cycle or does something like a male metal that is a secondary stage of a two stage evolution
0: count? Mm -hmm. Yes. Which that's a second stage.
1: Okay. So So for clarification purposes, Any second stage Pokemon, whether it's their final evolution or not, counts for the Astro second stage challenge. Meaning Uh if you have a team of nothing but second stages or lowers and you win the cup. Now that does exempt things like Lapras. That is no evolution. It has to be able to evolve. Air crosses is gone. Air Cross is, gone. is gone. Snorlax is gone. So keep that in mind as you're building your teams if you want to go after this challenge. Astro's going to give you what you say, twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty dollar gift
0: card. Look Be at like that. a general Visa gift card. But I think if I remember correctly, I I threw out a, a an even better one because I think uh, Miami Doc was was is coming after that. (laughs) Uh, I told them and I put it out there. If you can place top four and only using single stage, first stage Pokemon, I'll give you
1: $40. You may have messed up there. There's a lot of good single stage things like Lapras. uh, uh, da- da-
0: da- 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 you don't don't because when I did that office. I went through it. I was like, "There's a lot in there," because you know, there's a lot in there. But um, so yeah, so bring it out. Let's let's go. If if I want, I want the same amount of people in in this tournament as we had in our Lunar Cup. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Plus Dino's gonna be in it, and. This is your chance to to beat up on him if, if <laughs> you want to. <laughs> uh, the your one should you choose to accept exactly. Uh, so there was one Pokemon in here uh, that I am super excited to use. Uh, I had to build it because I had one for Ultra League, surprisingly, but not for Great League. But I had a good one, and that is Muck. Comes in the rankings at rank four. But. I think it should be. I. I I think it should be.
1: Two, maybe three. I get why it's rank four. It's losing to a couple big hitters. Up at the top of the board, but it also picks up a couple big wins. So I get where why mm-hmm. it's at where it's at, but it, it's gonna be an interesting one. If the, of course, this is Cantonian muck.
0: Yes. No alone yeah. allowed. No alone. No, no
1: so what I think is
0: interesting, so it, it loses to it has its key losses, uh Lapras, Mel Battle, Knocked Out, uh Boldor and Lucario. But because it runs Thunder Punch. You do have a fighting chance against Lapras and Knockdowl. If your shields are right. I know Knockdowl runs psychic, has psychic, but if you, you know, have your shields and you run it right, you could probably knock them those two out with that Thunder Punch. With how fast Poison Jab builds up to it.
1: Yeah, it would be close. Yeah. I, I like it. So bringing a muck counter. Got it. And made. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh,
0: I'll I'll give you guys that. Yeah, I am running. I have my muck. I am excited to use him. Uh, I use him in Ultra League. He's a lot of fun. Uh, I will
1: say I, the, the one that I'm not going to give the actual Pokemon away, but I am bringing a, a, an unconventional fire counter. Hmm. It, it, it's, Interesting. Let's see how far down the list. It's inside the top 20, but just.
0: Just. Just. And oh. that's all
1: I'm going to say. I'm not going to give you any more info, and I'm not going to confirm or deny anything that Astro has from here on.
0: Unconventional. Huh. Kingler.
1: I know. I, I could tell you right
0: now I'm looking at this. I I can almost put money that Kingler is going to be on Dino's team. <laughs> he definitely going to use a Kingler. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he's going to have Lucario. <laughs> um, And probably probably Knockdowl. So if I'm giving away three of his six right there, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Just from conversations I've had with him, I, I have a feeling that those three are going to be on his team.
1: That's fair. I, I can agree yeah. with those. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, if I had a good enough Kingler, I would probably try and run it. It's a lot. It's, it's fun. It's fun to see that giant crab come out. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that is, that is the ash cup again. That starts on Friday. So get in, get signed up and let's do this. Um, so that wraps up like our self side. Uh, we did finally today, literally right before we started recording this episode, finalized, uh, our faction for cycle two. Uh, we'll go over that probably next week, um, right before it starts. I think it starts next week or the week after. Um, go over who's on the faction team. Um, this, this cycle go around, um, we're going to talk about it a little more than we did last cycle. Um, but we'll, you know, let let you guys know who's on it, you know, what roles everybody's running and how we're doing on a weekly basis. Um, hopefully we don't do too bad like we did last season, but it can't <laughs> get much worse. <laughs> no. So <laughs> cheer us on uh, why we do that. So let's go ahead and let's move over to the in-game news and talk about some of these things that's going on in this this little interview thing. Uh, before we move over to the GBL section. All right. So, I don't want to sit too long in this, because uh, it's, you know, it's not, I mean, I don't, there's some, I don't really see much when it comes to, like, PvP. um, But it is general things that we all kind of want and look forward to um, in the game. So, the blog post that came out on the 13th uh, was going over some that basically let us know that they're going to be testing some minor gameplay adjustments in certain parts of the world. I'm going to assume most of it's going to be done in New Zealand. Um, maybe here in the U S we may get a couple things. I don't know if they've
1: announced who's it going to be doing seems what. like one of them may be close to the Niantic office. There's some U S trainers that reported seeing one of them, even though it wasn't necessarily supposed to be out yet. Okay.
0: So maybe, uh, so here they gave us like a sneak peek of some of the features. Uh, so the first one that they put on here is nickname suggestions for new trainers. So if you're, you know, starting up a new account or you're getting a friend that's joining and you're new, uh, they're going to give you like tips or like suggestions for names, um, Kind of like every other game will give you, you know, a generic, you know, computer-generated name that they say, oh, you can use this or whatever. Knocking things over now. (laughs) Professionals. Uh, We're professionals here, y'all. Yeah. Um, Then there's going to be an expanded set of trainer tips.
1: Um, I wonder if Nick's going to host this section for
0: that's us. what I was going to say was there, <laughs> I wonder if they just hired Nick and it's like here's his blog we're just going to put this up here for you uh, I, I'm assuming that's going to be more of like
1: in like a tutorial feature yeah I think it's once again I think quite a few of these are actually geared towards new trainers mm-hmm. uh, so I think it's really just trying to teach new trainers a little bit better how to play you know Early on, I'll be frank. I didn't know what a curveball was. I had no clue yeah. what the difference was. I had no clue right. that it actually helped you catch and things of that nature. So I never did it. And then yeah. I just so happened to watch one of trainer tips videos and seen them talking about. I'm like, oh, that's why I need to be doing that. That makes more sense now. Why didn't Nyanek ever tell me this?
0: Yeah, uh, I noticed actually on the loading screen today that. On the bottom, it actually was giving me, it told me about the curve. It said, like, throwing a curveball gives you a greater chance of catching catching the Pokemon. Um, another one that they're doing for new trainers is uh, they're going to have a special research story that says it introduces new trainers to the world of Pokemon Go. So that'll be what, Professor Willow or
1: Yeah, over in Professor Willow's Magic Meadow.
0: Yep. He'll, it'll be
1: another one of those things and you'll probably get I'm wondering a starter. how similar that's going to be to the Kickstart research though, because if you remember back two summers ago, I believe, mm-hmm. they, they kicked off the Kickstart research to help trainers catch up and that pretty much gave you a Dragonite out of that research. Yeah. So I'm wondering how similar it's going to be to that, if it's a replacement for it or if it's something in addition to.
0: Yeah, I could see that, like them giving you something that's going to, especially now with the the announcement like of the the esports with the um, the pvp and all that stuff um, I wouldn't be surprised if like it's something like a charizard or something like that that is maybe not like super relevant but is relevant like if they're not going to hand you like a uh, Dialga <laughs> or something like that but it's it's going to be something like a Charizard or like a Venus, I'm thinking it's probably going to be a final evolution of one of the starters or something like a Dragonite or a Lapras.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that. They're giving you enough candy to evolve your first starter. I, mean, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair a fair way to approach it, actually. I think that's a really good way to handle it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, so the one of the other ones is new Pokemon, uh, Pokestop functionalities. So I'm assuming that's the power-up stops.
1: And this is live in Aust- or New Zealand currently. Okay. So you can power it up I think it's five levels and depending upon the level it's powered up you get different things. So you know level one power up you get additional items level two during a raid you'll get more premier balls. Level three you're going to get new spawns and it just keeps increasing from there. Hmm. Um What it seems like it's tied to is AR scanning the way you earn points to power up a Pokestop is scanning AR. So it is live in New Zealand. I've seen quite a lot of players from there, posting videos and things about it. Uh, I did also see on Reddit, a few trainers near Niantic's office found a couple stops that had it enabled on it as well. So I don't hmm. know if that's Nyanix testing stops that they're using locally yeah, or what, but so I think that's a really exciting feature, especially for rural players because they're specifically saying you're going to get more items and more spawns from these things that you power up. Yeah. So for rural players, if you can get together, power up your Pokestops, now you've got a better way of going out and getting items.
0: Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, and it's 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 smart by them because the more you scan, the more those pictures get uploaded into their database and that they can build their AR world on. So you're you're kind of doing the work for them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they have, but been, they're giving you, they're paying you for it, sort of. So yeah, and they've been upfront about that. That's their real goal with Pokemon Go is really yeah. to use it, and as well as Harry Potter, as well as their other game, is to use it to create this AR reality map of the world. So yeah, at least now they're giving us a real motivation that's more than here's a rare candy or ten Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's a better motivation than we've had in the past, at least.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah. It's definitely I because I I don't ever do my AR like I think I still have the one like it's been there for like months because <laughs> I just I don't do it. I'm always like, man, I'll do it.
1: And then I don't. <laughs> I did it when I was trying to get my uh, 50 dragons or 51 dragons. If I don't remember it was. Uh, however, I learned that when it was Skarmory or Dratini, you as a trainer were locked into one or the other. No matter how many stops mm. you spent, you scan during that time, you were only gonna get one. I was a Skarmory trainer, which sucked because mm. I kept doing it, and I got four mm. shiny Skarmory's because I kept doing it and I was getting angry and angry, and then someone's like, Yeah, you're never gonna get a Drakini if you're getting Skarmory. That's just the way the <laughs> game's coded. And I'm like, That sucked. That sucks. Uh I like
0: uh the one I have is for a poffin, so they took Which, that out of the pool, so you gotta keep that one now. Yeah, okay. So I'll just hang on to that. <laughs> um the other thing, and this is my favorite thing of them all, and
1: it's just because it's so obnoxious. It's, Let me paint a picture for you, Astro, and you tell me how how many times this has happened to you. You get that raid invite, and it's for Dialga. And you need to get into mm-hmm. that raid. And all of a sudden you had nine eggs and incubators and that Damn. first hatch animation pops up and that raid timer you know, it's goes, like tick, 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 20 tick, minutes tick. of egg hatching <laughs> with terrible. only they would give us a way to fix that.
0: Well, guess what they are. Uh, so it says egg hatch updates, including the option to skip the hatch animation. Thank God.
1: God. Agreed. That Uh, is a major quality of life improvement that was needed, mm -hmm. especially for those that really hatch eggs, you know, the nine and 12, of we can hatch 12 at a time now. Yeah. That can be easily, easily five minutes of gameplay. It's got to the point when I'm, I'm hatching that many, I just force kill the app and then reopen it. So it kills the animation anyways.
0: Yeah. What I do is if I see, like if I know a bunch of them are hatching, If you open the game, obviously until this comes into it, a way around it is if you go into the game, as soon as it loads, open up, hit the Pokeball and go to your Pokedex and then recent. And it'll show all the ones that hatched already. If you just go in there and then delete the ones you don't need. Every time you delete them, it doesn't hatch. It doesn't go through the hatch animation. So if you don't need any of them, just delete them all and then go back into the game and y- you won't have a single hatch animation.
1: That is amazing.
0: Cause there's nothing there to hatch. Cause you deleted it. <laughs> yeah. So I do that every once in a while. Uh, if it's, you know, like I do that when I, it actually happened the other day, I had a battle and I went to turn it on. And I was like, Oh shit, there's a bunch of eggs that are going to hatch. So I just went in and was like, okay, I don't need any of these. Just, Delete them and then went back out.
1: So, little hack. I, it's, I like that they, even though this is a very small post and it doesn't give us a lot of details yet, I love that they just gave it that little bit of insight into what's coming. It, it shows how much, you know, the Heroes Not Atlantic thing actually impacted them because we are getting more information up front than we ever have before. And yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Now uh I will remind them it's twelve days till the end of the month, Nayanic, and I expected a um engineer blog by this point. I think actually they mentioned that didn't they mention that in this interview
0: that they did um with Eurogamer? Yes. Gamer?
1: Yes they did. That's about all they mentioned, let's just be honest <laughs> about it. It was I I was like going through it, I was
0: just like, Oh, we can't answer that at this point in time, or oh we don't have this, and it's like Just a lot of recycled information that we already kind of knew. But the one thing, like, I looked at and that I was actually, I read it and I went, okay, I get it now. Like, I get where you're at is with the whole Klecleon thing. How it's like one of the last, I think it's what the last Pokemon in the first three generations. Yeah. So. And I like their answer it was it was very simple is we know it's not out, but we don't want to just throw it out like we want to do it right. Like we want to get it as close to how I guess whatever it is in the main series, how
1: how you can obtain it or something. Yeah. so in um, the main series, Kekleon is a Pokemon that it, it's a path blocker. It's one of the, you know, in the main series games, they they gate you and put you on rails a lot. And on something they used to right. do that. So they're invisible. So until you get the Sylph Scopes so where you can see them, you can't get past them. So I actually appreciate them trying something unique here. Because I remember when Sheninja released, everyone's like, well, this is a huge letdown. Because it's another yeah. one of those that's kind of a unique way to obtain it. Sheninja, the only way to get it in the main series is you involve a Ninkata with an empty slot on your team and a Pokeball mm-hmm. in your bag. And you get two Pokemon from one evolution. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate them being a little bit more deliberate. Yes, it still sucks. And I want Kecleon, but at least they're being upfront and say, hey, they know it exists. That's more than we thought yeah. they knew yesterday. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so I'll put the link
0: to that. Uh, was there any other, like anything else I from that interview that you
1: like stuck out? One thing I thought was interesting. They got asked specifically about the hybrid event methodology. Uh, um, and their answer shocked me was we absolutely believe this is going to be something we have to do in the future. I think, yes, from financial perspective, it makes no sense them for, for them not to. People have shown they're willing to pay to do it at home. Yeah. Um, it does still sit a little worse with me with the fact that they didn't re- open up new ticket sales for the Safari Zones. Because in all actuality, there's talking about this being a makeup event. All the Safari Zone trainers already got a makeup event. On the original date of their Safari Zone, they got a play at a home event last year. Yeah. So that feels a little icky to me, but at least they're acknowledging it and they're upfront saying, We're absolutely planning more hybrid things in the future. So yeah. that's great news. No, I like that. I like
0: that's smart. It's smart business. Um It's also good for the people who can't afford to go, you know, out there like I already made it a point like already put money aside for whenever the next live go fest in Chicago happens. Like I'm going, but it sucks because I have a bunch of kids like they're all going to want to go that's a lot of plane tickets. (laughs) That's a lot of plane tickets or a really long drive with five kids in a car. (laughs) Like, so I've got to leave them out, but I don't want them to be like, Oh daddy. Well, we can't get the stuff because we can't go. So it gives them an option that they can still, you know, do the things at home or, you know, things like that. Or people who, uh, can't fly you know there's a lot of people who are afraid of flying i don't blame them (laughs) like i like i like the idea that you can do it you may not get the full experience um or everything that you're getting from the in-person but you're still going to be able to participate in probably like the main parts
1: i think i I assume the spawn pools will be very similar except for if you're in person, you can go you know, one of the things about GoFest was they had the the zones set up so you could go target mm-hmm. specific spawns. Probably in hybrid, they'll keep with the rotating habitats that you were forced yeah. to play a little differently. Yeah. I will say I if they keep it in Chicago, I my company that I work for is based out of Chicago. So I may just need to be making a corporate visit that week. Just yeah. happened it's not it happening the last guy. time GoFest was uh, in Chicago play Pokemon on the company dime. (laughs) I totally never did that.
0: (laughs) Uh, That would be awesome. Uh, So yeah. uh, If you guys want to read that interview, I'll go ahead and put the link for that in the show notes. um, Along with the uh, link to the blog about the improvement testing or the testing improvements. Um, But that's, I think that's pretty much it as far as anything updates or anything as the game goes, right?
1: Yeah, pretty quiet week, which is good.
0: Yep. So then, all right. So then, let's go ahead and move over to our GBL section and go over Ultra League, Ultra League Classic, and my favorite. All right, so we are, what, oh, four days? What was it? It started Friday, so Friday, Saturday, three days. Three going and a on half, on four yeah. days, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, into Halloween Cup. Also, we are in, I think, what, the last week of Great League? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so before I start, gushing over the Halloween cup. Cause it is my favorite cup. Did you test it
1: out? Did you, did you test the waters? Well, I started the week at 2735, I want to say, and mm-hmm. I'm currently at 2451. So you tell me mm-hmm. if I tested it out. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. And I should have walked away a lot quicker than I did. Yeah. Uh, Man, that's so sad
0: I guess but you know what it's like it's weird some people like I'm good in this cup I probably wouldn't be as good in like I wasn't terrible in the little cup but like for some reason this one like it just I guess it fits my play style a little more Um, I'm more comfortable with the Pokemon in this one I know them very well so So, uh, so
1: tell us the team you're running and how far you've climbed uh... So <laughs>
0: Halloween Cup killed me, like absolutely killed me. Uh, when we went into Halloween Cup, I was at 20, or not Halloween Cup, Uh, the Little Cup, the Little Jungle Cup. I was 20, like 21 something. Uh, I dropped all the way down to high 1800s from the Little Cup. It just destroyed me. Friday, so that's, I was in like the 1800s coming into Friday uh, for the Halloween Cup. I didn't play Friday. I played, technically it was Saturday morning. It was like midnight Saturday. I played my full five sets and went from high 1800s to, what was it, 2105?
1: Yeah, that's what you told us
0: uh i've played the next day i played another couple sets i went 4-1-4-1 and then i had it just i got hard countered like all over the place uh i went against in five battles four galvantula leads (laughs) against my team (laughs) which when i explain my team you'll understand why that sucks (laughs) um because you can play out of it but it's gonna be really tough. Um. So I'm still in like the 2100s. Like I got up to I think 22, but the, it sucks how much like a 4-1 will get you like this many points, and then you get a 2-3, and it just like wipes out that set and the set before. It's terrible. I hate it.
1: Um. The Elo but... system needs reworked.
0: <laughs> it does. It does. Uh. But I. I personally I love it. Um I know I someone I think it was uh LaFur uh was asking me uh what team I was using because we're about the same ELO. It didn't work very well for him. And I feel I always feel bad when I tell people my team and then they try it and it doesn't work. Like <laughs> I always feel like I'm letting you guys down. But uh so my team is uh Azumarill, Golbat, and Alowan Muck. And I run Zoomerol as my lead, uh, Golbat, and it just depends on what happens after, you know, uh, Azu goes down. Uh, with my Lone Grimer, I'm running it with Poison Jab, Crunch, and... Or not Poison Jab, uh, Crunch. It's a Poison Jab, Acid Spray, and Dark Pulse, um, opposed to Snarl. And that's just because... If I switch if they switch into an Azu, I have I have two counters that I can I can go through. I can either go Golbat or I can go um I can go low muck just depending on if I want to have to use my shields for the ice beams and stuff like that. Uh but pretty much how I play this team is I don't shield shit with Azu. <laughs> like I don't use a single shield. I let it go even on a Gavantula lead, it can take one discharge. You can get off an ice beam, and you're either knocking that thing down into the red, or they're burning a shield. So either way, I look at it as a win. I'm either gonna get rid of it, or they're gonna lose a shield, and then I bring in a and muck and it takes it down. Um but that's just, just how I play it. Uh, I've had a little bit of an issue with Drapion. Um, I don't see a lot of it, but when it comes out, I know PV Poke says to run it with Poison Sting, but most people are running it with Ice Fang. And if that thing gets locked into my Golbat, like... It's game over. Like, it can't it can't handle it. <laughs> Even the, the aqua tail on it kills just it's How are you handling Frostlass? <sighs> Frostlass. I haven't seen a lot of Frostlass. I did play a couple. Um and honestly, I just go straight Shadow Ball with Golbat. I don't I don't try and fuck around at all. <laughs> Like, I just go Shadow Ball, and if it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, you know, it is what it is. But then I can bring in Alone Muk, and then I have Dark Pulse on there. So I can normally play my way out of it. Alone Muck has so much play in this meta, uh, even though, because it's really its only weakness is ground. It's neutral to most everything else in this meta, or resists it. Um, it it'll take down knight, uh, Nidoqueen if you have the right shields. It'll take down a Nidoqueen. Like you don't have to worry about that Earth Power. Um, and that's really like the only one that I worry. B drill. I don't really see a lot of B drills. So and normally when people do run them, I just roll out gold at okay
1: so halloween cup's going to be around until the first so we got so plenty excited. of time so for excited. that uh more importantly something i know a lot of people are looking forward to is the return of ultra league Premier classic
0: kill that the exhale so that comes back
1: <laughs> on monday um it's really not too different from the last time that we had ultra league premier or League premier back before the exhales um some things that i can tell you that's jumped up in Sylveon is moved all the way up to number 7 because of side shock now uh, it actually is going to replace most of your other charmers so if you were running Gar- Guardivar, you were running um Toga Kiss. it's actually replacing those um they actually put nitqueen shadow here but Don't waste your time building a Mm -mm. non-XL Nitto Queen. Mm
0: -mm. It's
1: not useful in my opinion. Mm -mm. Uh, There's a few of these that they have that are technically can go up to 2,500, but they're better as an XL, so don't waste your dust on a non-XL version. Uh, The one that I was really excited to see still fell way down the rankings compared to where it used to be. Galate is all the way down to 17. It used to be top That's crazy. All the time, yeah. Um, hmm. your, your Swampert Venusaur Core is still going to be there. That's the bulk of what you're going to see people running. Uh, Escavalier is still going to be up there. Surfetched is up there. Uh, Gudra is your top dragon now. So now you're even seeing old staples like Dragonite have fallen down the list because of the way the meta shifted. Hmm. So
0: I like this list. I, I see my S Cavalier back up in the in the top top 5. It's nice to see that cuz I remember like everyone was rushing to get an S Cavalier for for Ultra League uh until the XLs came in.
1: It still does work even with the XLs, let's be honest. Yeah. It it, yeah. it has a great typing as long as you don't get, you know, you don't see a talent flame, which is ineligible.
0: There's yeah. no talent flame. Um
1: really Fire is next to non existent in this meta. Uh your first fire is Blaziken, I think.
0: Surprised Charizard's not in there. It's so far
1: down. Yeah.
0: Because that's normally that's something you see
1: kinda on a regular basis. Yeah, Charizard's all the way down to 67. So um, I could see Typhlosion being a, a viable Fire because it has that solar beam and it can get there really quick. So even if it gets trapped against a Swampert, you have a chance of hitting it. Um. So if you if you want to run something fire, I actually think Typhlosion, even though they're saying Blaziken, because if you're going to run counter, run a Scavalier, run something in Machamp, run one of the other counter users. There's be- a lot better counter users out there. Yeah. Speaking of counter users um
0: one that i think you actually had mentioned you had asked me about because you knew i used it before in ultra league is toxicroak so toxicroak comes in at 48 here but the wins are pretty impressive here so it's gonna get shadow snorlax i think it'll still probably take down a regular snorlax it just may be a little harder um and Polion, it's gonna take out sylveon uh Shadow Machamp and Obstagoon Um you are gonna lose to Swampert and Venusaur, Charizard, Dragonite, Galade, but like we said, Galade is so far down that most people I don't know if people are gonna be using it, but if you are, you know, it'll be a little tougher, and that's just because they're probably running Confusion, Confusion on it. Yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and um,
0: Confusion eats Toxic
1: Alive. Another thing to mention with Toxicroak, though, just like with Nidoqueen, you're going to need a near-perfect one, and you're building a Pokémon that, to be frankly honest, should be an XL, and you shouldn't be building a non-XL version. Unless you're Astro, who has no better sense of how to use his dust. Well, I've
0: had, (laughs) as I knock over my my little Pikachu on my desk again, um, I've had my Toxicroak before there was XL. It was... It was a, a lucky trade, and it was, I think it's like a 14, 14, 14, or something like that. So I had powered it up before there was Excel's. Um, So it's there. It's yeah. fun. I like using it.
1: At least you had it before XL existed. Okay, I, yeah. I'll,
0: I'll take it a little easier on you. Yeah, but anything like a counter user that can beat a fairy...
1: That's running charm. I like. So the problem, though, is it still does struggle against a lot of the fairies. It's still going to struggle against um, Sylveon because of Psy Shock. And the fact that it's Toxicroak and it's classy. Yeah, Uh, it's still going to struggle against um, Togekiss, who used to be your dominant fairy. Oh, yeah. By Mm -hmm. the way, we all remember Togekiss from original Ultra League. It's down to 16 now because yeah. Sylveon has just so much more play as well as the poison buff with Nidoqueen. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm um, looking forward to this. I, I think it's going to be fun. I may jump in and see what I have.
0: Yeah. I may switch back and forth between this and Halloween cup. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to probably not sit in this too much because um, I'm doing so well on Halloween cup, but just for the fun of it, um, you know, just to bring back some, you know, older teams like uh, Dino. We were running a team. It was a it was Swampert, Gengar, and Escavalier. Um, We ran that for our very first uh, stream that we did together. And it was, it's, it was a good team then. Uh, so I'm sure that'll be another fun one. And then, you know, my OG team with, um, Gengar, Snorlax, and Machamp probably still be pretty good. Uh, I may switch out the Machamp and run Toxicroak just because I want to see how it goes. Um, but then again, it's going to leave me like super vulnerable to anybody running Confusion because Gengar can't keep up with that. So, <laughs> um, so what I think, like, I'm looking at this, and one thing that I it always interests me is when the Shadow Pokemon is ranked so much higher than the regular one. And you may be saying, okay, well, give me an example. Here is my example. At number 19, you have Shadow Granbull. Regular Gramble comes in at 55.
1: That is solely because Gramble is extremely glassy as is. So very similar to a Pokemon like Snorlax to where, or not Snorlax, Dragonite. The reason you typically see Dragonite shadow much higher than regular Dragonite is their attack stats already so high and their defense is already so low that that 10% boost is, to attack is even extremely beneficial. And that 10% decrease on your defense. Is a little less beneficial. at the, Or a little less hurtful at that point. So the Shadow could actually perform a lot better. For Pokemon like Dragonite and Gramble. Yeah. And for those of you who don't
0: know. If you've never seen Granbull. Um, it's attack stat normal. Is... Like 170 I think. Or like 177. And then you're going to add another 20% to that. And it's going to have charm.
1: <laughs> it's not a it's, very nice Pokemon to go against. It's
0: going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Um, I think what Dragonite is probably the only one in this. That's probably got a higher attack stat.
1: Chicken because I don't even see Dragonite on the first page. Uh, let's see, Dragonite shadow. at twenty nine. Well, it's at actually regular lower. Drag- it's a, rag- lower. a
0: regular is at seventy six. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So where's the Shadow one though? Let's see, Shadow. So one seventy. So it's one seventy six plus twenty percent. It's going to be like one one point less. So it's it's pretty much right on par. Yeah. So, but it's it crazy. Does, but-
1: it does have a little more defense, but then again, it's going to lose badly to charm, anyways.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, I'm excited for for Ultra League, the the Premier Classic. I don't. <sighs> the regular like Open Ultra, like you're still got Reggie steel, still got XL Stunfisk, Talon Flame. Uh, I noticed Obama Snow, sh- the sh- the Shadow and regular one, has crept up. Because I don't remember it being in the top 10 um, last yeah, go-round.
1: That's definitely new. I think it, it's a good counter to things like Stunfisk, Giratina, and Swampert. Uh-huh. So I could see why it moved up a little bit. It also counters yep. Mandy Buzz fairly well if they're not running Air Slash. So I, could, I could see that. Uh-huh. Overall, Ultra is fairly stagnant right now still. And yeah. as we mentioned, yes, Great League is going to get the drum bopped in it with Triviant and Pumpkaboo and Gourgeist. Uh However, they're not going to really have an impact in the Ultra League, so yeah, I still think we're another cycle of Ultra League meta staying fairly stagnant. If you want to play an open, yeah, there's so I'm looking at the the open um, Ultra,
0: and there's one on here. It's one of the newer Pokemon that I want to see it in Ultra. And see how it works because I've seen it in Great League, and that's Greedent.
1: It's so bulky in Ultra. Really? Yeah it's 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 really good.
0: Is it like Snorlax bulky or? It's
1: got a defense of one forty two and a stamina of two twenty seven. Oh. And then you wow. add on that it's throwing out those crunches and body slams. It's with bullets. bullets. It is so spammy, so bulky. And then you get, you land one of those crunches and get a a debuff and it flips to match.
0: Wow. So wait, let's see. So what is that? 227 Snorlax. You got 244. Okay. So it's, it's a faster Snorlax. I think. I think maybe yeah, because everything else is pretty much on par with with Snorlax. Defense is a little higher, um, but hmm, that's one that I may because I think I have a, a decent one for Ultra League. I just don't know if I have the candy for it.
1: Well, it's a good thing the Halloween event's going on, and you can get out and grind those kilometers off. Yeah, <laughs> get get the free
0: XLs. <laughs> no, I gotta I gotta work on my. Scraggy.
1: I'm working on my Diggersby right now. I need 20 more candies to finish it. Ah. See, that was one, that was like the first
0: XL Pokemon that I ever had. Because it just was all over the place. Like, at least down here.
1: I just got unlucky. I, I'm yeah. still 20 short. Uh, but I should have it done by the end of next week. So, that's, okay. that's a goal. I'm going to get 20 kilometers walk this week. It's happening.
0: Yeah. That's how I am with uh Talonflame. I like I for some reason just didn't get enough XL candy during the community day and it's just sitting there. <laughs> it's like a rank 3 <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> so, that'll be the next one I start I start walking. Um but let's see. I think that's pretty much it when it comes to like the leagues now we do have a pretty big announcement for our btw family here um it's something to do with somebody i know fish is doing something with
1: somebody i forget i, I, I don't know it's probably somebody that doesn't have a lot of skill uh, most likely i think Uh. Oh, oh wait. wait, that's you. Yeah, yeah, exa- <laughs> oh, I was right. Somebody <laughs> doesn't have very, very much skill.
0: Perfect. Yep. <laughs> so Friday, um, Wildcat will be doing his first ever stream with our mate Fish on a Heater. Uh, that's the 22nd. I'm going to assume like 930 is Nine, 930, when he starts. 930, yeah, yeah. Yep. So um, I know I've done a couple of, with him. It is a lot of fun drink your coffee or your Red Bull or whatever, strap yourself in because it's 9.30 our time, but it's not 9.30 his time.
1: <laughs> and I actually have some Pokemon cards I'm going to open up on a stream as well, just to add a little ah, flair. That's right. Yeah. I saw, I saw that. Awesome. What is it? Was it from Costco? I, I got a few packs from Costco, and I also have a couple more packs of celebrations left that I haven't cracked Ooh. open yet. Okay. So okay. th- those TCG fans come out. Uh, we'll open them throughout the stream. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be running Halloween or, or Great League. I may do a little bit of mix, and by that point, the tree will be live. I can believe. I think the tree's live on Friday. So
0: exciting! Are you? Are you? As soon as that goes out, are you going to just like? <coughs> I got sick. I I can't work anymore. <laughs> and then just go grind it out.
1: Um, I won't say that for sure, but I would I really <laughs> like to just in case, just in case someone is listening. <laughs> no. Yeah. <sighs> I really want the tree. I hate that. It's going to yeah. make my, my murder balloon just useless for the most part, but I want the tree. Yeah. Oh,
0: speaking of the Pokemon that are coming out, um, I did want to make a correction to last week's episode. um, Apparently, the size of your Pumpkaboo does matter, as far as stats go. Um, It was posted in the Discord. Uh, I think Artemis had posted it. It was a thing from Pokéminers, where your super-sized one is going to be the one to kind of go after, it's going to have the higher attack stat and it's going to have the higher defense and stamina. It's not a huge, huge, um, jump. I'm trying to see if I can find, uh, where it was posted. Um, but there is, there is a difference in, um, in stats when it comes to those, at least that's what the, uh, poker miners are reporting. Interesting. Yep. Uh, okay. So I found it. So, Uh, Your small Pumpkaboo is going to have a stamina 127, attack 122, defense 124. Your average is going to have 135 stamina, 121 attack, 123 defense. Large, 144 stamina, 120 attack, 122 defense. And your super size is 153 stamina, 118 attack, 120 defense so there is a difference and then that obviously jumps up when you get into your gorgeist um your supersize i'm not going to go through all of them but your super size is running stamina 198 attack 182 defense 200 um each one has a benefit to it um the small one has a better defensive stat than the super size but the super size has a better attack stat and a slight uh and a much better stamina stat so each one has its like its own thing so i guess depending on what you want to use it for um also
1: i think the super size you have to raid for now super size is raid only yeah. So you're not going to so, get those PVP IVs. Yeah. So
0: really you're looking Unless you're at, trading
1: them, uh, even um, trading with a not very good friend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it it is. Uh there is there is a difference. So I guess what in the wild you're going to want to shoot for the average?
1: I would actually go small to get that higher defensive stat. Okay. Cuz I think you you'll get a couple more power ups out of it that way.
0: Yeah. And like I said the attack stat isn't a huge difference 171 on the small versus 182 on the super size. So it's not not a a huge huge difference there. But we did say that we didn't think it was going to be, but there is and that came out like probably the day after we
1: recorded this, I think. <laughs> Sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't it how it always works
0: yeah always so i just wanted to make that correction uh before we move on uh to our question and answers unless there's anything else gbl related. you want answers
1: i think, so. I think okay. i'm entitled you want, answers? No. want
0: right. so let's truth? go ahead you and handle the, truth. the question and answers All right. So we got a good amount of questions. Um, I haven't, I've only looked at one and that was the one, the first one. Uh, I didn't look at the others. I was warned that fish has asked a question that's just as good as last week's.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is.
0: We'll see what happens when we get there. Um, So uh, before we get started, if you have any questions for the show, uh, and you're in the Discord, you can go ahead and, you know, drop those questions at any point in time in the "You one Answers section. You can email them to us, or you can message us on Twitter uh, if you have questions for the show, and then we'll read them and do our best to answer them. So, first question here comes from Matthew Breaker. It says, uh, question for the pod. What is the proper etiquette for scheduling self-tournament rounds? It's easy enough when trainers are in the same... uh." same time zone, but what about international players who may be in opposite time schedules? Should the burden be placed on player outside the hosted tournament's time zone to make accommodation for the ones who um I'm assuming who are, or is it more in depth than that?
1: Uh I'll let you start. Yeah. So this is something that, that's becoming more and more common as more and more remote tournaments happen. Uh I think it's among both players no one person should have to adjust to the other. Um, You're going to work out. And the reason that most tournaments do 48 hour rounds is to allow for larger coordination times and things of that nature. It's also specifically the reason I always make sure our, our BTW discord battles start on the first weekend of a tournament cycle uh, to allow for extensions if necessary. So absolutely both players should be coordinating Always reach out within the first eight to nine hours of your tournament to DM your person, say, hey, we need to coordinate, especially if you don't know what time zone they're in. At that point, both players should be working together and it should be a consensus of what time they're going to battle. For example, I know Fish, being in Australia, he is up during early U.S. night and is up into the U.S. mornings every day. I don't know when the man sleeps. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but not everyone can do that. Some people do have yeah. actual day jobs. So you just have to work with them, find the time. And then if you can't find the time and you need an extended round, reach out to the tournament organizers and say, hey, we're working on coordinating. We can't get it done in the next day and a half. Can we have an extension for another X amount of time and get that future time set? Yeah. That's the proper etiquette.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I've played, I know I've played like JD Mojo Jojo and uh, he's out in, um, in the UK. Actually today I just, uh, my battle in the go, the go cast tournament was someone in the UK and she was awesome. I mean, she waited till I got off of work around like, it was almost seven our time. It was pushing like midnight for her. And she she waited to do it. So that was that was really awesome. Um, It like like Wildcat said, it should be on both of it, both people. You know, I know for me, like I could be in a tournament with everybody on the East Coast. I'm telling you right now, I probably wouldn't be able to battle you until after eight o'clock anyway. <laughs> so
1: it wouldn't matter the time zone there. Um, And I think that also taking account, not just time zone, but work schedules differ. Yeah, uh, I know, especially in our local uh, Pogo Lex server, we have quite a few night shifters. Uh, so I have to do random middle of the day, 3 p.m. battles sometimes or they wait and stay up a few little while after they get home or on their lunch breaks to battle. So just work mm-hmm. and it, take an account that in the end it's supposed to be fun. And if you're having yeah. trouble, don't get frustrated. You know, reach out to terminal organizers, work with your opponents Everyone wants to get their battles in. We don't want anyone not to have to do it. Yeah. And
0: um, like I, I know I saw in um, in ours for the Lunar Cup. uh, Like Blind Flip. He was having a he just didn't have the time and he didn't want to hold things up. And it was really cool. Like he stepped up and was like, hey, like you guys, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it go ahead and take the you know take the win on that or whatever like if you are in a tournament and it's 48 and you're coming up to like the last couple hours and you know you're not going to do it
1: you may just have to take one for the team there <laughs> especially if you're playing a late month cup yeah the late month cups there's a lot less room for Weeble.
0: yeah exactly uh so um this I love this next question <laughs> uh and it comes from my friend team magma tyler said clemson played a closer game against georgia than kentucky does that mean clemson is better yes
1: i don't let care what the record ask says you what, a couple yes. questions first <laughs> how many points did clemson put up
0: uh let me ask you a question Hold on. Oh, hold on a second
1: it, how many touchdowns did clemson score okay um, what's Clemson ranked? Okay. Um, who else has Clemson played this year? Okay. No, Clemson's not a better team, flat out. Normally, any other year, I would say absolutely Clemson's a better team. This year, Clemson's not a very good team.
0: Here, here, NFL and here's my ACC. And here's my rebuttal. When was your last national championship? Uh,
1: 1951 or 1950. <laughs> <laughs> the same the I'll same give time it to you. the same time we last started you. in uh, six and it was the same year. There you
0: go. Awesome. Uh, but I will give it I will give it to you. When it's I like when team like what was it, the the Cubs? Yeah. So the yeah, like things like I love the underdog, you know, teams that come out of nowhere. If this tells um, you how long
1: ago it was the last time that we were this good, Bear Bryant was coaching at Kentucky. Wow. Did you know Bear Bryant coached at Kentucky? No, I've only known him at Alabama. He coached eight years at Kentucky and was kicked out of the university by Adolph Rupp because hmm. we couldn't have a program in basketball and football in the 50s. And hmm. Rupp said, you choose me or him, and we chose basketball. And he went on to coach at Alabama the next, you know, next job, and we all know what happened from there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah uh <laughs> so enough enough football talk we'll, we'll do that another time <laughs> uh next question comes from thanks Obama and just wants a preference this is not a brag about the e you know their elo how uh it says how are uh q times when you are um how are the q times where you are uh because at the 8- 2800s it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, frequently pairing with people more than a hundred point elo below me. On Saturday night, I paired with someone one hundred and sixty points above me and one hundred and forty points below me in the same set. Other than the obvious of less people playing, what do you think changed? Because it hasn't been this bad. Um, it hasn't been this bad in Master Classic, Split League. Leagues driving players apart, uh, less people battling on the weekend, or anything else. I've noticed queue times in Halloween Cup have been a little longer, and I'm just assuming it's because it's running at the same time as Great League. We'll see what happens when it switches over to Ultra. Um, I am
1: seeing the same. Queue times are up. I think it's a combination of splitting out the player base. Also, Weekend queue times are always worse. 100% they're always worse. You got the streamers online and people are battling at different times than they normally would. Um, But I do think the split between Halloween and Great League is actually hurting queue times pretty severely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't noticed a huge elo jump like that um, as far as like the people that I'm playing playing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a much longer time. I think (laughs) actually funny last night I fell asleep waiting for a battle to start. (laughs) I ended up having a loss because I fell asleep and my phone was still on. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, uh, let's see. You gotta see. Where's my next question here?
1: Art has your next one. Uh. which one there? Because there's what Pokemon here. from your storage do you stare at all the time, wishing that it were meta relevant? There we go. I'll let you answer um, first.
0: Gosh, there's so many. Oh man thanks obama steel my, my butterfree <laughs> my rank five butterfree yes i agree thanks obama uh that yes
1: i leafion's pretty high up there for me i really wish darman Darma, darmanitan would be more meta relevant i have quite a few good ones and you can make it work i know uh, unbreakable actually loves playing her darmanitan uh, hmm. But it's so glassy, and I think if you could just slight adjustment to its move pool, and it could be so much better. Give it just a little boost. Um, fire in general is really my answer. I, I have so many really good fire Pokemon that just suffer from not having good enough moves. Hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, Butterfree is gonna be be mine. I, I I always I always try and flex it, and it it just doesn't work. <laughs> And the time has come for for
1: Fish's question.
0: Oh, it is. Okay, here we go. (sighs) Nurse Joy has agreed to go on dates with each of us. And she intends to continue dating the person that she has the best time with. What do you do to arrange your date? I'm assuming that
1: my wife is okay with, that, with this date <laughs> yes i think that's fair to assume we're in a fictional world here fictional world okay man you're in the world of pokemon come on
0: you picked a good one because yeah nurse joy would be the one that i would try <laughs>
1: um man okay you you want to hear I'm, I'm, gonna so, you, yeah. I'm gonna let you go first on so this first off, i cheated hundred <laughs> percent cheated my wife's a nurse <laughs> to start with. So I asked my wife, like, what should I take a a Pokemon nurse out to do? And she's like a spa day. So I would start by taking Dragonite and me and her on Dragonite for a flight over to Lava Ridge city in the Hoenn region to the hot springs for a nice relaxing spa day. Followed by another quick flight over to Mauville city to the department stores to be able to shop and enjoy a nice night out and have a good dinner. Hmm show sure, her a day of relaxation and letting her getting taken care of, as opposed to taking care of everyone else around her.
0: Hmm. So. I probably wouldn't do that because I remember the episode where Ash and everyone took care of the, the Pokemon's uh, center. Cause she was, I think her and the Chansey were sick. And she came back, and she was pissed, basically, because she had more work to do. <laughs> so I wouldn't do that. Uh, See, I would
1: call her, s- her other sister, Nurse Joy, to come take over her location. See,
0: that's the thing. Like, how do you know you're going out with the same Nurse Joy? Because it's exactly. all the same.
1: Yeah. It's like,
0: it's like the Officer Jenny. How do you know? <laughs> it's like the Brock thing. How do you know which one it is? Um, Man, I'm going to just forfeit on that one. Um, Because really, like... I mean, the only other thing I could think of was, like, I don't know.
1: Oh, I did actually skip a couple questions that we had at the end. I was too excited for Fish's question (laughs) this time.
0: Uh, Yeah. Um, You win. (laughs) You win on that one. You get it. No, my (laughs) wife wins. There you go. (laughs) Uh uh which ones did we miss? Uh here? at the very
1: bottom of the list. King Tom and, and Groovy. We did? Yeah, they're okay. at the very bottom. They're below Fish's questions.
0: Uh okay. Uh okay, so King Tom writes. Uh will we ever be able to join Team Rocket? Um, would you join Team Rocket? Would you want to join Team Rocket? Um I would, uh, I would be the first to make the jump. Let's just say that we could join Team Rocket sometime down the road. But in order to join Team Rocket, you had to put in some work. For starter, you would have to play as a member of each, uh, each team. Uh, so you would have to spend 2,000 coins in total to buy the team medallions. Um, Curveball. You can only switch your team every 365 days. Then you sprinkle in a defeat. Um, uh, sprinkle in defeat amount of grunts, like X amount of grunts. Um, catch X amount of shadow Pokemon, and you can fill in the rest of the requirements. Hmm. I don't know. Um. I would jump Team Rocket just because I always tend to root for the bad guys (laughs) and things, Um, but I would not put in that much work for it. It would have to be, like, I don't know, very easy for me to do it.
1: Yeah, I would. I have no no interest in joining Team Rocket.
0: I think it would be fun. It
1: I, it could be a fun gameplay item. I think it would be more fun instead as opposed to joining Team Rocket. You kind of did a Team Rocket infiltration style mission in storyline, where okay. you have to get in good with Team Rocket and act like you're joining them, but you don't actually join them. I think that like would your be super fun. spy, yeah, super spy. Okay. Oh, no, so that, I mean that leads me to a good question: When uh, do we assume next month is? Giovanni's takeover again because they said once a season we can tee him away frustration and we're quickly approaching the end of the season here.
0: I hope so because I've got like fifteen Pokemon that I need to get rid of team uh, frustration on. So
1: <laughs> get us your get us your thoughts on that in the, in the Discord or Twitter. Let us know what yeah. you think if 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 no- November will have a Team Rocket takeover again. Yeah, um,
0: but. Uh, with the whole team rocket thing, like I like um like uh what is it the Star Wars battlefield like type thing where you can either you know choose the dark side or choose you know be part of the the rebel alliance. I like the storyline where you can switch to a bad guy or a good guy depending on how you're feeling when you're deciding to play um just makes it fun. I don't know for me. So, uh, so our last question comes from gravy. It writes, what Kalos starter community day are you most looking forward to? And why is it froakie? Uh, because it is, it's because Greninja. No, no. because it's going to get, what is it? Uh, Hydro cannon. No, uh, sh- shadows. What is it? Surrogate? The, 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 the sure. um, what the hell is that called? You know what I'm talking yeah. about. The little, the little thing. Something shirt sure, sure. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm getting something confused with Naruto. <laughs> uh, it's so yours wouldn't be,
1: uh, no. Froky, Really? No, there's a couple reasons why. Froaky is just too glassy to be to be any good in pogo um i actually would say chestnut and instead of giving chestnut frenzy plant give it counter hmm then you've got a absolutely then you have either Ooh. quick charging vine whips or moderately quick charging heavy damage counters it would hmm. make it would make chestnut a force to be reckoned with Hmm. However, I think when we get Greninja, I think they'll also do like they did with Squirtle Squad. They'll do Ash Greninja during the community day as well. Oh, God, I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, it's Water
0: sh- Shuriken. Shur- shuriken. You mean Shuriken? The...
1: Shuriken? Is that the word Is you were looking sh- shuriken? for? Shuriken? I totally yeah. wasn't waiting for you to figure it out and, and make your mistakes. We had yeah, no pronunciation no. mistakes. I had to let it ride. Yeah, had to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm
0: a yeah, bad person. That one. Uh that move. Um I think also, what is it? Um why can't I think of the the fire one? Finnegan? Finnegan. Um the last one was it Brex Brex? Is it Brexin? No, Delfox. Del Fox.
1: Delfox Del Fox is good. I've used Del Fox. It is it needs a better fast move. Once again, it's, it's go- going back to the problem with fire. Fire mm-hmm. just doesn't have a viable moose hair right now. Yeah. Give it a good fire. Give fire
0: a good fast move. And that thing, that thing's fun. It's it, got it, a good it, typing. Fire yeah. psychic's a
1: really powerful typing, actually.
0: hmm. That's a very, very good typing. Um, I think that is it. No. Is that, that it?
1: sounds like a show. I don't know how we spend two hours talking about nothing again, but you know, <laughs> at least it wasn't three hours of nothing. True. Um,
0: <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh, so um, like I said, in the beginning of the show, if you have questions or, you know, want to ask us anything, hit us up in the discord, Twitter, you can email us, uh, email us and all that stuff. Um, so, before we wrap everything up, uh, I want to give a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, we really do appreciate all of your support. Um, if you want to uh, support the show, you can for as little as a dollar a month, which will gain you access to our Discord. Uh, I will put the link to that in our show notes. Um, special thank yous to our Coach's Corner supporters, JD Mojo Jojo, Clifford Mert, and thanks, friends 673 our Patreon producers, King Flip, Kittens and High Fies, and King Tom. Uh, our Discord admins Reyes683 Seagull and Miami Doc. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP Podcast. You can email us at btwpvp at gmail.com. I have the links to our merch store, Patreon, and to uh, our friends over at Palatown PvP. Um, which is, uh, fishes, uh, fish on heaters, um, like PVP type thing of ours. Um, you know, we support that and they support us. And as you could tell by Friday, uh, you know, Wildcat's going to be on there. Um, so check that out. And then I think I named all of it. I think I went through all of it. I always (laughs) feel like I always forget something, but I think that's it. Um, so yeah uh thank you all for listening to the btw beginner to winner pvp podcast i'm
1: astro Zombie 954 i'm wildcat 17 And until next time good luck and get good
0: One day, we're going to s- switch it up, and I'll do the good luck and get good, and everyone will just be like, wait, what the fuck just happened?
1: I was actually gonna thinking about making you do that today.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that would have been good, right? Yeah. <laughs> he just
1: thrown, actually, probably what Artemis would be the only one who would notice it. <laughs> Well, just like we're recording this right now. And, and if you leave it in, I wonder <laughs> if anyone would notice at all.
0: That's, I'm telling you, only person Artemis will notice because he, he listens all the way through,
1: my boy. <laughs> Thank you, Artemis. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.